Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Wellness That Works podcast. Hi, Jace. How are you doing? Really good, thanks, Pip. How are you doing? I'm great, thank you. Super excited because today we have our first guest of season four with us, and we are so pleased to welcome to Dub Dub Towers, Lorraine Kelly. Good morning, Lorraine. Hello, it's lovely to see you. It's lovely to be here. Nice to see you. Yes. Thanks so much for coming today. Um, so you are our newest ambassador and you have been with WW now for about a month. Yes. How are you feeling? Do you know, I am feeling so much better. I can't tell you. Um, after two years of the crazy COVID mad pandemics, where I think just about all of us fell off the wagon, you know, went off the rails. Um, I really needed to do something. I really did. I needed a bit of help. And it has been really great because I just wanted to be healthier and happier and to get my, I guess, to get your sparkle back, whatever that is. But you know what I mean? I you know, that. You know when you've lost it, you know when you can't find it anymore. So it feels as if I've got that back and people are starting to notice that I look better. Yeah. And I feel better. That's the most important thing, isn't it? It really, really is. And it's been so blinking easy. Good. Yeah, really That's easy. Great to hear. I know, it really has. I've been able to to fit it into my lifestyle so um so easy. I mean, having the app, it's like having a wee pal in the palm of your hand. It's just great, you know. And I love all the support as well that you have, you know, both online and with your coaches and, yeah. and with people that are doing it with you. Everybody's kind of supporting each other, which is wonderful. Well, we usually um, start our podcast by talking about what we have been eating recently and what we've been cooking. Right. Yes. Um, so, Jace, what have you been? <laughs> what have you been cooking recently? What can you share? There's not been a lot of cooking in the last week or so, <laughs> but there were there were three pizzas. I'm going to admit now and hold my hands oh. up that there were three pizzas last week. <laughs> That is not a bad thing. Pizza is my favourite thing not. in the whole wide world. Um, and it was just a week that needed three pizzas. Any WW recipes? No. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. No, it was three pizzas all, eat, all eaten out and um, I regret nothing. Fair, fair enough. Well, that's important. As long as you don't regret it. Exactly. But you know what? I can pull it back this week, can't I? So I didn't have a gain last week, which was nice. Um focusing on my zero point breakfast as we've spoken about before mm-hmm. um love a zero point breakfast and that, yeah that kind of got me through great so yeah what about you um i have done better this week my previous week was a bit of a struggle um and actually on the last podcast um i was talking about how i was getting ready to go on holiday and i had a ski trip planned which unfortunately never happened due to COVID. So uh, we had a week of isolation, which resulted in a lot of eating whatever we wanted and whatever we could find just, you know, to feel good and happy. And it was all comfort food and um, nothing wrong with that because we would have been on holiday and that's sort of what I planned for that week. So, you know, that's the way it went. But um, since then, you know, I've stopped feeling sorry for myself. I'm I'm not on holiday. Um, We've done lots more meal prep. um, And I love being able to plan meals for to bring into the office as well. So I'd like a good stir fry or, you know, a chicken and rice and something like that. So I've been, yeah, I've been on track this week, which has been um, really great. And we've also just had pancake day. So I enjoyed lots of pancakes, which was good, which was good. How about you? Uh, not too bad at all. I mean, re- really good, actually. My husband is a brilliant cook. I don't really cook very much. I'm not really allowed. What's been really good about this plan is my husband has finally realised what a portion is because when Steve is cooking before, you know, before all of this, before I, I came on the plan, um, when he cooks, I always have to say, 
how many people are coming round? And he'll know, no, it's just me and you. Yeah. And I'm like, you've done Desperate Dan proportions. They're absolutely massive. So now he's realised what an actual portion is and that's been very helpful. And all he's doing is he still cooks curries from scratch and all of these things, but he's doing them in the WW recipes. Yeah. So he's just... There is no change in the taste. It still tastes beautiful, but he's just not using ghee. He's mm-hmm. sort of substituting all the really healthier stuff um, for what he would normally do. And of course, by association, he is getting healthier. He doesn't realise it really, but he is because he he's he's cooking in a much more healthy way. And what he has been doing for me, which is wonderful, and my daughter's the same, is cooking a great big giant pot of soup on a Sunday and a Wednesday. Big giant vegetable soup, like throwing everything in there, as well as, you know, lovely herbs and spices and all the rest of it. Quite quite a lot of chilli, because I love that. And I have that at lunchtime when I come in, because my lunchtime is earlier than most people's. Yeah. Because I'm up so early. So for breakfast, I've been having things like a massive bowl of porridge, which is zero points because my I've got zero points for oats um, and just lots of blueberries in there. So that's a zero breakfast, which is amazing. Uh, and that's made a huge difference. And obviously a slow release carb, so I'm not hungry. But my downfall before this plan was I would go home at like, say, happy living, 12 o'clock, starving. So I would be like, I need a big dot of cheese or a big dot of chocolate or a whole packet of biscuits. And now, of course, I have a great big bowl of vegetable soup. Happy days. You know, it's there and it's done. It's what you were you were saying about planning. Yeah. That's really important, isn't it? To plan what you're going to have. And I like that. It's like going back to not doing the big shop at the weekend, but doing a wee individual shop every day. Yeah. And I like that. So would you say that habit has changed for you oh, since starting? Absolutely. Absolutely. And just not having as much rubbish in the fridge. You know, cutting down on the drinking because, I mean, that was one thing in um, during COVID especially. We all remember the five o'clock Boris newscast, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and afterwards you just think, I need a glass of wine. <laughs> and you would, you know, just because you think, I, I've earned this, I want it, I've got to have it. Yeah. Um, I know. I, and, and I've stopped all that. I stopped, I've stopped that completely. And I went on holiday and actually, believe it or not, lost weight. Which Fantastic. is, I know, but I didn't Amazing. But you know what? I was still having a drink with everybody at night. I was just not having 10. I was having one or two and with water in between, you know, with sparkly water in between. But I was still I was still eating out. But because I had the app and it told me what not to go for was, was good. You know, like it would have Spanish restaurants and I would look in and say, oh, I'm not going to have. Normally I would maybe have had that, you know, like, I, I, I mean, this is again what's so good about the app. I thought, oh, a tortilla would be good. It's not. It's full of oil and potatoes and, and, and eggs and things. And of course, you can have a wee sliver of that if you want. But hey, why not have prawns instead? Because that's going to be better. And it, again, for me, fish and shellfish is zero. Happy days. And did loads of exercise as well. So it's great. Never gone on holiday and come back and lost three pounds in my life. I <laughs> couldn't believe yeah. it. Completely unheard of, isn't it? <laughs> that's amazing. I couldn't believe it. It was great. And I just felt so good about that. Yeah. So, so far I've lost... Um, about 11 and a half pounds and I'm on track to lose a stone. And I think a stone in a period of, that'll be about six and a half weeks, I think is pretty good. And then it'll just be slowly, slowly, slowly. And then maintenance. Mm. That's what it'll be. But this is for life. You know? Yeah, this absolutely. Is, you know, that, that's what I love about it. Yeah. You know, it's it's proper. It's proper. It's healthy. Yeah. Uh, and it's just, yeah. And, and easy too. Great. It's, great. it's such an education, isn't it, when you <gasps> it first start really to follow it? It is. Yeah. You're absolutely right. It is, it is an education. I mean, you know the way that I've been doing my job for a long, long time? And we do a lot of things on nutrition and on food and all of that. You sort of think you know. You know, you think, oh, I've got a reasonable grounding and all of that. 
But this has been such an eye opener. It really has. And and the way that what I love about it is everybody's different. You know, we're all sitting here, but all of our plans are different, you know, yeah. because it depends on your age and your size and your lifestyle and all of these different things. And I think that is really good because you feel as if it's not just like, oh, well, one size fits all. It, it really doesn't. And it is a plan for life. It's not, you know, it's not in any way. It's, it's so scientifically based. That's, see, being a bit of a geek, I quite like that. Yeah, I like that. I like all of that. I like to know that you know it's been so well researched and and it works. Yeah, that's the thing. It it really does, and and it's been and I love the the community there. You know, I was saying about the fact that when you're online and you get all the support from everybody that's going through it. Like if you say, "Well, I've lost this," or "Oh, anybody got any tips on how to get over the?" For me, it's three o'clock in the afternoon, but I suddenly think, "Oh, I need a cup of tea and a biscuit." Oh, same. That's definitely my yeah. lull in yeah. the day. Absolutely. And I'm looking around the office for a snack uh-huh. or rummaging my cupboards. I and know. Like you were saying, it helps so much to have that all ready and to support yourself by totally. having the right things in stock in your house rather Indeed. than having a cupboard full of biscuits. Yes. I mean, I still there's still biscuits in the house because obviously Steve likes that. Yeah. And, you know, my daughter comes over and she likes all of that. But I've just, it's weird, you know, it's just when you're in that mindset that you're feeling healthier you don't really want to have it then mm. so much because mm. it feels so good. But nobody, this is the thing about the plan, nobody at WW says you can't have pizza, for example, or yeah. you can't have <laughs> chips. You can. Of course you can. So you're told you can, so you can sort of go, oh, I can, but actually I don't really want to right now, thanks. Whereas if you go on a stupid blinking diet, which we know to work, they say oh, you can't have this, you can't have that, and it's all very, you know, you're sitting there glowering into a lettuce leaf and feeling absolutely miserable. Of course it doesn't work. Yeah. So you know what we're like as human beings, you're told you can't have something you want it. Of course you do. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I love about this. There's nothing off limits, you know. Yeah, what? and it's the little changes, isn't it? It's, it's, totally. it's lots of little changes totally. all building up rather than going, right, I'm just gonna eat cabbage soup for the rest oh, of my days. Can you imagine? Oh. And people did. Yeah. And of course it didn't work. I can because imagine dipping a slice of pizza in cabbage soup. I could just about cope with that. <laughs> that but. would probably disguise the taste yeah. of the cabbage soup. Nobody wants to. Nobody wants to do that. We want to have fun. We want to be happy. And you know, food is a social thing as well. And and you know, and like I said, when I was out at restaurants, or you know, if my husband's making food, or people are around, you still feel part of the gang. You're yeah. still. There's nothing worse than somebody going, I am, you know, I'm not eating this. So therefore, and then everybody feels awkward. Yeah. But th- with this, you, do, you don't even know. Yeah, it's nice and inclusive. No one's totally. feeling restricted. Totally. Yeah, you're right. It's been, it's been great. It's been really good. I haven't felt that I've had to give up anything mm, at all. That's good. Apart from the evening chocolate plate that my husband does at eight o'clock every night. Chocolate plate? Chocolate plate. Tell me about the chocolate plate. <laughs> the chocolate plate is a thing that happened during lockdown where my husband goes, um, I have to go away, make him a cup of tea. And then a plate, obviously, sort of like side plate, full of chocolate. Whatever chocolate is in the fridge goes on chocolate plate. Now, chocolate plate started off quite small. Uh-huh. And now it has grown enormously. Now it's a dinner plate. Yes. <laughs> it is a platter. <laughs> it's a chocolate platter. But he's even cut back on that a little bit as okay. well. And I've been kind of very sneakily giving him WW snacks oh, and he yes. doesn't know. Oh. Because he was like, he, he said, I found these sweeties in the, in, in the fridge. You know, the lovely gums. Yeah. Yeah. You know them. He says, well, these are really good. And I was like, yeah, they're really nice. I didn't tell him. Mm. doesn't know. Doesn't but it'll know. be part of chocolate plate and yeah. sweetie plate and he doesn't know. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> a good way to do it though, to, you know, yeah. put it out on a little plate rather than yeah. have your hand mindlessly going into the same bag. Oh, just to have gosh, it out in front of you yes. so you can see. That's just quite a good cue to know what you're putting Absolutely. in your body at least and you're right about the mindless thing because yeah. that's what I was doing all during the pandemic mindlessly eating yeah. mm. so instead of having porridge in the morning at work I would be having whatever was there yeah. and you'd be eating tucking into like you know a Danish or something and you weren't you were 
eating and talking and not even thinking about it. And then you went, oh my gosh, I've just eaten this great big giant thing. Yeah. And then you get the sugar high and then you crash. Yeah. It's just stupid, stupid. Is there anything about the program um, or the foods that you started eating, anything that surprised you that you didn't think you would enjoy so much? I think the fact that instead of snacking, um, I would just have a banana Mm -hmm. and I rediscovered the joy of a banana. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, there it is. Beautiful. It's a lovely colour. It's in its own little packaging. Um, And yeah, that has been that has been really good. And bananas are zero for me also. Yeah. Uh, and that again, you know, if you need a pick me up, that is so much better than a than a bar of chocolate. You know, it really is. You know, for for health wise, and I do love that. But also, you know, the WW chocolate spread. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, a banana dipped in it. Yum yum. Oh, yum. interesting. Yeah, just cut your banana up and then just do that, and it lasts for ages, and it's brilliant. It's like your own chocolate fondue. Yes, it is. It absolutely is. It's like those, and you can put strawberries in it or whatever. And that I find that really good to spare. That's I bet you're good. thinking about dipping bacon in it, aren't you, Pip? Um, <laughs> bacon and chocolate, would that work? It probably would. It, thank you. Oh. Thank you, Lorraine. Yes, this is an ongoing debate for us. <laughs> it's I not a debate, it's a war. <laughs> well, you know, I always think, you know, salted caramel, so it kind of... The sweet and the savoury. Oh. It's good. I had it on my pancakes last night and it was amazing. Mm. Just takes it a little bit too far for me. <laughs> How do you feel about pineapple on pizza? Ooh, I'm not sure about that. Interesting. Okay. I don't think I could do that. I'm not sure. If the pineapple had chilli on it, mm, would that okay. be better? Uh, would it? It might, might disguise the fact that you've got pineapple on your pizza. I guess. Because pineapple and chilli is actually, all, believe it or not, all right. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, it sort of works. I reckon that as would a, work. Yeah. As a dessert. It's like strawberries with pepper on it. Yes. Mm. You think, nah. Yeah. But actually, it's all right. Little crack of black pepper. Mm. Yeah, okay. I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try it. Now, so you seem dubious okay. about that one now. I'm a bit dubious. Yeah. A bit dubious. <laughs> what about water tracking? That's something that oh, really goodness. surprised me about the plan. Me too. I thought, you know, because again, you think, because you say, oh, I'm always telling people on the show, you must drink lots of water, blah, blah, blah. You think you're doing it. And then it's when it's written down. That's what I really like about the app, though, because it's got things like how much water you drink, also the sleep thing, I found that really good for me because I thought I was doing okay. But what I've done now, and it has made a vast improvement, is I don't have my phone in my bedroom. Mm. I just don't. I've put it outside the bedroom. It That was a wrench. That really was hard, actually. Yeah. But I found myself, you go down rabbit holes. Yeah. You know, you go into YouTube and you look at something, you know, something about movies or something, and then it's an hour's gone by. Yeah. Or, or you're looking at the news and then, you know, it takes you to different places. So I put that outside and tracking my sleep has made me realise I was not getting enough sleep. I was thinking I was, but like if I go to bed at 10 or 11 sometimes, I've got to get up at like half four, five. It's not enough. I was going to ask. It's That's not an enough. Start. And then I'm wondering why I'm tired during the day. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. You know, that combined with not eating a great diet beforehand. Um, and it was weird, you know, that the weight just kind of crept up on me. And I went from a size 10 and then I was a 12. And then, you know, towards the end of last year and the start of this year, a 14. And then, oh, this is so embarrassing. I was doing an interview with The Wanted, you know, that lovely oh, yeah. boy band. They're yep. so cute and lovely. <laughs> and I had a size 14 dress on and it was straining at the at the bosom. <laughs> and the button popped. No. The button, I, I leaned over the button, I actually popped and nearly hit one of them right in the eye. And I thought, 
this is the time that I, that was the wake up call. That was the beginning wow. of January, and I thought, come on, this is not good. And I thought, I am not going into a size sixteen. Not that there's anything wrong with being a size sixteen. If that's yeah. what you are and you're healthy and happy, great. But for someone like me that's supposed to be a size ten, that's not that's not what I'm supposed to be. It's not healthy. It's what you feel comfortable. It's not healthy. We've got models in our show that are sixteen and eighteen, and they're perfect. Yeah, perfectly proportioned, perfectly healthy. That's what they're supposed to be. Yeah. If they were smaller, they'd look daft. You know, they would. Yeah. They would not be healthy. It'd be like me if I went any smaller than a size ten. Mm. I, I would look gaunt. Mm. Um, and it wouldn't be right but it's just I think we've all got a size that we're supposed to be there's a sweet spot where you feel your best where you you feel most comfortable and happy and that's yeah Yeah. that's what that's what we're aiming for yeah we don't want to be hitting boys in the eyes that is a great story though I haven't heard that one it just becomes a health and safety problem after (laughs) a while it really does that was it I thought oh no I'm going to have to fill in a risk assessment soon you have to be sewed into your dress that is not good not good for anyone so it has been it has been great and people are starting to know now and say it's not that thing if they say oh you look you know you look smaller or whatever it's more oh you look really well you look well yeah Yeah, that is that and that's what you want isn't it it's not so much about how much space you're taking up in the world it's how do you feel about you yeah you know and how do you project yourself out from that as well that is so much of that wellness is about how you feel and how you project yourself so it is and it's about confidence too you know it, it really is and for me it is about getting to you know I've got a dress that's hanging up a red dress that's hanging up in my bedroom and I'm going to get into it it's a good girl and that's that's really what it's about for me I don't really weigh myself really because mm-hmm. but I think that's fine if that's you the way you want to do it that's great it's whatever works for you yeah mm. but for me it's more about what size you are mm. yeah I'm the same actually like it's a good weighing yourself is it's a useful tool to have sure. while you're on a weight loss journey What's it's it? good to get yeah. a steer of how it's going but for me it's more about how I feel in clothes and yes. also like how I look like you know I can always tell like with my skin if mm. I feel really groggy yeah. and just a bit Ugh. But that's really interesting about your skin because I've found, I don't know whether that's because I'm drinking more water. Yeah. You we were saying about the water thing. Yeah. Um, that's certainly made a huge difference yeah. just generally and not, you know, because, and just getting more sleep, you're not as baggy eyed, you're mm-hmm. not as tired, you know, you, and especially just now there's so much going on in the world, you have to be on top of your game. Yeah. Um, and I've certainly felt more like people have noticed that. It's, it's that thing of beforehand I had no stamina, you know, mm. all during, you know, because lockdown affected us in so many ways. You know, obviously it affected a lot of people in a horrendous way. But all of us, I think, were affected mentally as well as physically. And and getting that back, you know, getting that sort of, again, my lack of stamina was really concerning me. I was really worried. And that's coming back mm. a lot and, and, and quickly, which is which is great because that, that really is important. You know, you can, I can take Angus out for longer and I can go up a hill without yeah. huffing and panting and, and I just feel, you know, it's all about feeling healthy. Yeah, we we sort of call those um, non-scale victories because they're yes. things that you notice that you're yes. um, you're, you're thriving in or something's going really well that isn't related to how much you weigh. And it is exactly that, you know, all feeling fitter, yeah. clothes fitting better, yeah. getting more sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, or just better sleep um, and it is amazing how much they all impact each other that it's you wouldn't thing, necessarily think about and it, and it does make you feel better mentally and better to mm. you know to just get on with your life in a, in a in a good way your hair's better your skin's better your eyes look brighter it's it's been terrific and the water thing has been that has been a right eye opener as well you know it, there's so many so many benefits to that yeah. you know it, it, yeah. it's, it's really good and I've got so many people doing it with me, which is great. Oh, that's nice. My best friend's doing it with me. She lives in Spain, but she's doing it with me. So we're always on 
WhatsApp with one mm. another. You know, mm. that's been really good. Because I think that's nice. I like the whole sort of buddy system that we've got. I think that's really good. Feel part of a community then. Yeah, that's yeah. like the crux of WW, isn't it? Yeah. Doing it with community. a, we all doing it with a community. Up. You yeah. know, we do. And hey, you fell off the wagon. That's all right. That's Keep okay. Yeah. That's good. But I was so, I so wanted to get, you know, a, a round blue circle for everything. Yes. But if you look <laughs> back at this, at this month, there's two that I didn't get both Saturday nights. Ah. Uh, Saturday night was the thing that got me. Not hugely. Yeah. It was all right. But it was, I just thought, yeah, because I went out for, for a lunch with my mum and my daughter. And we hadn't all been together for ages. So we had to have a couple of glasses mm. or something. It's only fair. I was going to say, right. two in a month. That's amazing. Yeah. It's all right. Well, yeah, I'm, I think I've just <laughs> got to cut myself a bit of slack. Sometimes I, I go at things, you know, too much. But mm. um, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. You know, that's the thing I've got to say. It's all right. Absolutely. And it's and it's, and it's it's good. It's been It's been great. Really, really good fun. Which I didn't expect it to be as as easy, mm. so it's been great. That's really nice to hear. So you were speaking about your um, your mum and your daughter there, yes. and we're we're going out with this podcast the day after International Women's Day. Ah. So um, in, t- in terms of all the women around your life, who has been most influential for you? Do you think? Gosh, I think it would have to be my mum. I mean, my mum had me when she was a child. Really, she was only seventeen when she got pregnant. Um, and my mum and dad were, were teenagers living in one wee room in the Gorbals, you know, it was tiny. And the way that my mum, what I really liked about both of them was though, very, uh, they, they encouraged me and my brother to read and, and, and curiosity. I mean, my brother was born saying why. Everything was why, 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 why. And I always remember my mum and dad never getting cross with them about that, actually encouraging that with both of us. And they taught both of us to read and write before we went to primary school. So although we were in quite, you know, the Gorbals and the East End of Glasgow was I guess quite a rough, you know, area. It wasn't, it was a poor area. I never felt that, you know, because we had always, we might not have had loads of stuff, but, you know, we all had loads of books and, and things like that. So it was great. So my mum, my mum's been incredible. Also my daughter, Rosie is much more sensible than I shall ever be. <laughs> I don't know where she gets it from, certainly not from me. But yeah, they, they, I think both of them, I mean, Rosie's taught me a lot more, I think, than I've taught her. I really do. And I think as mothers, we should, you know, she's 27 now. I mean, she's a grown woman. Um, but even when she was little, you know, you can learn so much. And I don't just mean about technology, although that is very important. You know, she sat me down and told me how to work my way around apps and all of that malarkey. And that's been great. And my mum as well. My mum's really tech savvy, which is really good. But yeah, those two, those two sort of like, you know, I'm kind of in the middle. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but I think we all learn from from each other. And I think that's really important never to, to think that just because you're a bit older, you know everything, because you really don't. You really, really don't. And you can always learn, especially from the younger generation, I think. Everyone at different stages of their life has got different experience of different things. It just becomes a big melting pot of It does, and it's good. I mean, I learn something new every single day. Every single day is a school day, because it might not be anything enormous. Sometimes it is, but, you know, and I I just think you've got to be curious and, and always be curious about the world around you. I think once you lose that, it's really... That's really sad, you know? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, nobody knows everything. There's always something new to learn. <laughs> That's true. Exactly. That's exactly. true. And what about um, people that you've worked with or that you've interviewed? Has there been anyone that's been really stand out to you that you've learned something from? So many. I mean, it's so hard to say the favourite for me <laughs> because I'm interested in all things to do with with um, space and, and all of that world. I got to interview cool. Buzz Aldrin. <gasps> Buzz Aldrin, obviously the second man in the moon. I know. Wow. That's so I cool. Know. Absolute icon. It was. I couldn't believe it. It's probably the worst 
first interview I've ever done in my life because I just sat looking so at him going, oh my gosh, you've been to the moon. That's and it was like, I just kept, just kept, yeah, totally. And he was so adorable. I mean, he's in his eighties now, and it was a few years ago. It was, you know, the way before COVID and after COVID. But it was a few years ago. He had a T-shirt on saying, "I want to be the first man on Mars." Oh. Oh. and he genuinely was sitting there over eighty, saying, "Excited, enthusiastic," and saying, I, I, "We're going to get to Mars. This is the next thing." And he's like so excited about that. And I thought, you actually probably will. Yeah. You know that? You probably got the, will. Yeah, if he's got the drive and the Amazing. passion, why not? Amazing. He was brilliant. And then it's always really difficult to meet somebody that you really admire, just in case they turn mm. out to be yeah. you know, mm. not wonderful. They say don't meet the um, heroes. And I was a little bit nervous about meeting Oprah Winfrey, but she was fabulous. And it was just like having a conversation with somebody you've known for years, because obviously she's, you know, she's just brilliant. But that was a bit awe-inspiring. That was like, the, the, you know, that, she is the interviewer's interviewer, you know, she, she's yeah. just incredible, but she made it very easy for me and, and she was lovely. And it's great to meet all of these amazing stars. It's fantastic. And at the moment, we're doing a lot of these things on Zoom. Yeah. And you're talking to them in their kitchens or in their bedrooms or in their, you know, I'm in, I'm in my wee kitchen, you know, with my, my slippers on, um, with my husband making the tea. Uh, and there they are in their, you know, Hollywood apartments. It's really quite bizarre, <laughs> but it's quite good. It's, 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 it really is. But yeah, I've been so lucky to meet some remarkable people, but the most remarkable people are usually not the people who are very, very famous. I mean, it's lovely to do that. It really is. I also love to meet Brian Cox. He's great. Both Brian Cox, the actor from Dundee, who is <laughs> lovely, but also Brian Brian Cox, who is just makes the world easy for us all to understand. So accessible the way he oh, delivers all that really complicated wonderful. stuff. He manages to do that, doesn't he? He takes a really complicated issue and then you go, oh. Suddenly I know how black oh, holes yeah, work. That no, that's what happens. <laughs> so, but like I say, every day you, you learn something. You learn something new. And the joy of the show is that it's you know, one minute you are doing something about the horrendous situation in Ukraine or you're doing something, you know, very, very serious and then you're talking about Hollywood or fashion or whatever and that's life, you know. We don't make any apologies for that because I think you've got to have light and shade as well and and find out what's going on in in the world and obviously, you know, we're very much dictated to by our our viewers as to what they want to know. Um, But yeah, it's, it's great. I feel very lucky to be doing what I've been doing, especially for so long. Have you had any Zoom fails while you've been oh, speaking to any geez. of these A-listers? <laughs> Obviously, you know, I mean, yeah, yeah, I've been on mute. They've been on mute. Like, George Clooney, you're on mute. <laughs> For God's sake. That's something you never thought you'd have to say. <laughs> I know. I mean, it's just, it is. Yeah, so Zoom is great when it works. Yeah. When it works. But, and we use it a lot on the show. Not so much now that we're allowed to get people in. Yeah. But before, yeah. And, and in the, I mean, the commercial breaks, they should actually put the commercial breaks on because they're hilarious it's just us sort of trying to get the, the zoom working or and somebody goes away and oftentimes hopefully you'll never know but in my ear they're saying to me we don't have this now like we lost dr amir yesterday i mean we found him again we didn't yeah. lose him completely um but you know i was just about to link into it and they just said we haven't got me i haven't got i'm going to the next item uh so you hopefully won't know it's like the swan yeah. And then underneath yeah. the legs are going like yeah. 900 miles an hour, you know. So it was, but we managed to get it back. That happens a lot. That's so cool. Or, you know, you can make a show and you, you've got it all sorted. It's all fantastic. And then there's a traffic jam in London and your guests are all stranded. I remember vividly. Shoot interviewing. Yeah. yeah. Interview, I mean, it was like, you know, it was like Alan Partridge. I was interviewing Michael Parkinson going round and round a roundabout. But who Alan Partridge interviewed? I think it was Roger Moore. <laughs> 
I always <laughs> pretending I don't know. But yeah, we've had to do that before. We've had to interview people in, in traffic. Matt Willis last week was in traffic. He got stuck. But now we just go, oh, well, we'll just talk to him on, on his... We can do that now yeah. on the phone. Yeah. And it's and it's all right. Um, but yeah, it ch- changes. There's something happens every single day. Something happens. Um, yeah, never really ever goes to plan. Mm. Uh, but usually you won't know. Keeps no. you on your toes, makes it fun. <laughs> it does in life, Telly. Anything yeah. can happen. You know, absolutely anything can happen. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's always an adventure. <laughs> it's one of the great things about Zoom. It's so real. You can't hide anything. No. People wander across in the background of shots, which, which we were talking about off air before, yeah, we, uh, before we were discussing this. <laughs> but that's... It, it, it humanises everyone, yeah. I think. No, it's really funny. I mean, I, I love that when people are chatting to me and their kids are in the background. It's like, I want a biscuit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mummy, what are you doing? <laughs> all that. And cats wandering by and dogs and everything. Yeah, it's yeah. great. My it's dog great. makes a frequent appearance on, on Zoom. Gus is yeah. famous at Gus Dub Dub Towers. Famous. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's always on right. Zoom. That's all right. I don't mind that. Yeah, Angus, if the door goes, Angus goes nuts. That's the only uh, thing about doing these Zooms. Like this afternoon, I'm doing Ryan Reynolds, who I love, because Deadpool, I'm a huge fan of Deadpool. Say, say and hi. I'm just worried. <laughs> I, absolutely. I'm just worried that if the doorbell goes, Angus just goes bananas. Okay. The good thing is it's pre-recorded, so we can maybe cut it out. But actually, I just think keep it in, because it's life, isn't it? That's what happens. That was what was quite nice about yeah. it, is it really like, just brings everyone back down to earth a bit, doesn't it? With it everything else is you think, well, going on. Yeah, of course. And I mean, I remember we were doing um, Clang name drop, but we were doing Penelope Cruz the other week and her kid was in the background shouting, mummy, mummy, mummy. And she she was like, just trying to talk to me and go, no, shh, I'm just doing this. And you think, well, oh, of course she, well, yeah. of course she's a mum and her kids are saying, mum. Of course, <laughs> it's of course this Hollywood be... star's got a very normal life well, as well. She's got to feed so, her yeah. kids. And, and I quite like that, that yeah. she didn't have, you know, for nannies looking after the children she was doing it herself and she's like I'm so sorry when I haven't combed my hair and I was like this is great I love this it's good so for the rest of March yes. we have uh, challenged ourselves really to um, give ourselves a bit of a challenge we needed a bit of a, a kick into gear um, in terms of our activity levels um, and we asked um, our followers to give us some suggestions of things we wanted to try for March. So Jason and I mm-hmm. have decided we're going to walk 100 miles in wow. March each. That's brilliant. Um, not, well, you say all in the one, not all at once. No, 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 no. <laughs> that would be That's a long time. <laughs> no, over the whole month. Great idea. Um, so doable. Yes. Probably don't normally walk 100 miles in a month, but no. we can make it happen. Yeah. A little bit of a push, but not, yeah. not marathon so how many So how many miles a day would you, or does it not, I suppose um, it depends. Do three and a bit. Three and a bit. Yeah, it's going to vary realistically, yeah, I think, is, but it's about seven and a half thousand steps a, a day, day, something oh, like that. Oh, you can do that. Which is doable. Yeah, because yeah, I'm doing 10,000 steps a day. Well, I checked can. my phone earlier at about 10 o'clock, I've done 919, so oh, it's going to be, I need to. Have you ever done that thing where you look before you go to sleep and it's like 9,900 or something or 9,009 and a half and you walk up and down your bedroom because I've done that I actually haven't oh I have no just to get to the 10,000 I'm going to have to to get to the 10,000 well I think it will be easier than we think because um, you can just be super active over weekends and then it's much Mm. less to do in the week because it all tallies up how much even just walking around just going shopping or just walking about yeah Yeah. you must get loads in your um, 
exercise class do you do like zumba and stuff like uh, that yes no that was see that was one of the things was it was doing like a sort of like an aerobics class yeah. that i did and um, that was one of the things um we do in a class like that that really helped me but then of course when covid struck yeah. you weren't allowed to do it now of course i could do it online couldn't i but could it's i get the, the motivation same. no because i need the class yeah i need the sisterhood i need you know everybody there and the music's going and you know and and maxine our, our teacher she's a brilliant dance aerobics and structure she's amazing and really banging tunes you know you really and and when you get a wee bit older you don't go out mm-hmm. you know i mean i don't go raving sadly <laughs> sadly <laughs> I, wish, I, I wish <laughs> i wish i did but i don't and so that was my fix of good music you know that was my fix of really and yeah and just you know in your head you think that you're beyonce but you're not really and there was no mirrors in the church hall that we went to thank god so you couldn't actually see yourself so it was very good okay but I couldn't get motivated to do the the online stuff. But I have done a couple of exercises on the app, and they're oh, really good. good. They're really good. The Obey and I, I like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, they're fantastic, and and they're short enough that yeah. you can you think, oh, I can squeeze this in, because oftentimes an hour long class, it's quite difficult to, you know, because I I do a weird sort of shifts really is that I'm in the morning and then I finish maybe about one o'clock and then I go back to work about four in the house mm. but you know at four o'clock I start to sort of like you know start writing the show and start um, firming up guests you know my team firm up the guests and we have a chat about it and I think about what I'm going to say to them I never write down questions weirdly I just write down little bullet points because I always think the best the best rule is like what you're doing just listen Mm. Just listen and we have a chat. That's all. Do a wee bit of homework and then just have a yeah. have a make yeah. sure because it's about a conversation. That's the best podcasts are conversations, yeah. aren't they? And the best interviews are just conversations, just like we're having now. Yeah. yeah. Which is great. It's really good. I did my research. I watched Ra Ra the Noisy Lion. One of one of your <laughs> finest pieces my of work. Finest dollar. <laughs> I had to sing sing the theme tune to do all of that. It was really I love doing that. I loved yeah. it. I loved it. And the kids were great. All the little kids that were doing all the voices, they were so adorable. Yeah. All that. It's amazing. I've got a whole new fan base of like one and two year olds yeah. <laughs> that watch Rara. My son's included in that. Oh, I love it. It's great. Yeah. I'd love to do more. So it was really, really good fun. That's the great thing about doing this is you get to do a lot of other really fun things, you know, interesting things, which is great. It's really good. Well, thank you so much well, for thank you. having a great chat today. It. It has been really fun. It's been great to see you. You were um, our first guest of season four, which is very exciting. Um, and our favourite guest, for sure. Uh, the, the best guest the I've ever. The first guest. guest. The best of I've ever interviewed. <laughs> no, it's really good. And I'm going to join you in your 100 miles. Oh, great. Absolutely. Fantastic. Keep us pasted. I think it's a brilliant idea. Yeah. It's a brilliant idea. I think we all need to be challenged. A little target yeah. to aim for. Yeah. yeah. It's good. It's good. So we're getting I think spring. It's, uh, there's a fourth person in this room as well, who I think wants to join us in our challenge. Producer Jim? No. Come on. He's going to join us. He's going to join us. Producer Jim is going to come on. Excellent. Perfect. Thank you so much, Lorraine. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. See you soon. Bye. Bye.